people. Every time I turn around, you threaten my people. You threaten them, tell them they can't talk like they want to, they can't make the accusations they want to, they can't gesture like they want to. How long do you think we're going to take this bullshit, this bullshit, this bullshit, this bullshit, this bullshit? So much what we're seeing today of the, I'll call it insanity and violence, results from people do not and perhaps cannot argue against the ideas of their opponents. So they attack their opponents personally, calling their names, attacking their lifestyles, threatening their reputation, because they can't argue the ideas. And others that can't argue the ideas, they get frustrated. If they get defeated in an argument about ideas, they become frustrated and their frustration leads them to lash out with violence. Or there's Paul Gosar doing animations of killing a fellow representative, threatening the President of the United States with a sword. To the people making threatening phone calls to members of the school boards and health agencies and, and election supervisors and their staff. They can't beat them in ideas, so they'll just beat them, period, physically. Oh, here's my guy. He got rid of his Trump flag, must have fallen apart. So he, now he's got a new rebel flag and a white flag with the cro red crossbars and a circle in the center, a gold circle with some sort of emblem. I couldn't see that. But that guy has had to have gone through at least three or four Trump flags because they're made in China. And they're cheap. And Trump makes money on it. And this guy will keep pouring into it. Although maybe not anymore. I'll have to investigate what that white flag is. It's the Florida State flag. I don't like the red cross bars on it. Update. Florida State flag is gone. It's been replaced by a Trump 2024. Apparently the former president made another couple bucks off of this sucker. We've been observing a lot of very irrational behavior from a lot of our fellow U.S. citizens and people around the world, but I'm primarily concerned with U.S. citizens. And from the vaccine resistance and the capital insurrection and the Unite the Right rally, which is back in my consciousness because the court case is coming up. And then I keep thinking about those people that think that beating their children is a good idea. Spanking. Spare the rod, spoil the child. They say, well, my parents spanked me and I'm okay. Yeah, except for you think that it's all right to physically abuse children that are 150 or size or even smaller. And now the likelihood is that these people were beat beaten. They have a weird relationship with authority and violence. Might help explain why Trump appeals to him. He loves to appeal to violence. Fight, 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 fight.
Lord, he doesn't do it himself. But you go, you get rid of that guy. You take care of him and I'll pay the legal bills or telling the cops when they put somebody in the car, don't, well, don't be so careful about their heads. You know, if they hit their head on the way in, that's probably a good thing. Fight like hell. Fight like hell. So my understanding, the definition of stochastic means from an undetermined source or unclear source. At least that's what I remember from when I looked it up a few years ago. That's not correct. It means a variable can increase the probability of something happening without telling you specifically where and when that thing will happen. Somebody ought to take care of that guy. Punch him in the face. and hurt him very badly. Punch back. Hurt people and knock the crap out of you. Knock the crap out of him. But I feel like we're dealing with stochastic violence or stochastic terrorism. No, no, don't say that. 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 say Department of Homeland Security. The one for that word. At least not in the form that it exists today. Anyway, so stochastic violence. So violence that you can be fairly certain is going to happen, but not exactly how or when or where. We're allowed to knock the crap out of punch, punch, seriously. Punch, punch, knock the crap out of punch, punch. Okay, just knock the hell. I promise you, I will pay for the legal fees. I promise. I promise. Punch him, punch him, punch him. Like to punch him in the face, I'll tell you. We having a good time? USA, USA. All right, yeah, get him out. Try to hurt him. Treat them very, very rough. Do it again. Treat them very rough. Isn't it great to hurt them? Treat them very rough. If you do, I'll defend you in court. Don't worry about it. What? Hurt each other more. Hurt each other. Isn't it great to hurt each other? Very, very rough. Do it again. Treat them very rough. Isn't it great to hurt them?
has damaged individuals or twisted, bent, traumatized individuals who are more than willing to take action and combine that with the misinformation, disinformation, malinformation of the big lie. And you've got people threatening election officials. How many elections are they going to steal before we kill these people? I was just reading an article from Reuters investigating who these people were that were threatening the government officials. And the police were not very helpful while they were doing their investigation. The cops said, well, his phone number was basically untraceable, and then Reuters calls the guy, but it wasn't untraceable to them. I guess if you really wanted to find it, it was available. There's some guy in Vermont, and he's talking about people going to be popped. And the cops said, well, you know, that could mean a lot of different things. It doesn't necessarily mean shot. It could even mean arrested. And that's not enough of a threat for us to investigate. But that's why I left off. But there's always been these small fringe groups that endorse violence and frequently call themselves patriots, even though they want to kill their fellow citizens and elected leaders. That's ironic. Thanks to the internet, these groups are able to find each other much more easily. And we have social media companies that make their money through advertising, and they know that rage triggers engagement. They actually promote the most inflammatory messages simply because it increases their bottom line. Please save us. <laughs>
protocols that are in place in order to help us control this virus. When they're going around not getting vaccinated if they can, not wearing masks, not social distancing, they are literally killing people. They're killing their fellow citizens, and in many cases, killing themselves as well. That's a life-threatening assault. We are killing people. Some out of maliciousness, I feel certain, and even more, I suspect, out of ignorance. It's likely stupidity is playing a significant role as well. But I'm sure that there's a degree that is pure malevolence. When do we get to use the guns? This is tyranny, 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 tyranny. This is tyranny. When do we get to use the guns? No, and, I, and, I, and I'm not, that's not a joke. I'm not saying it like that. I mean, literally, where's the line? How many elections are they going to steal before we kill these people? All, all, across the na- all across the nation, men are gathering. All across the nation, us old men are gathering. We're talking about the guns. Will the police be with us? What will the cost of freedom be? Do we kill? When do we kill people? People up there... You people up there, kill these people. When do we kill them? Long time ago, Ronald Reagan suggested... Perhaps the best thing that could happen for the people on the planet Earth would be if there was some sort of alien invasion. Because then all the countries in the world would have to put aside their differences and unite to fight against this external attacker. And at the time I thought it was pretty pathetic that you'd have to have an invasion in order for people to come together, but I realized that we'd be lucky if it was something that simple. Because I heard a guy, Thomas Zimmer, the historian, and he was talking about societies that experienced division and extreme polarization. Polarization. And that usually something big that has universally harmful consequences say a natural disaster a pandemic pollution maybe climate change would necessitate that people come together so that they can overcome the or the challenge to their to all of their society but here in the United States of America, and perhaps other places too, it appears that the division is so great that even when confronted with something like a deadly pandemic, with disturbingly large numbers of fatalities and illnesses and long-term 
disabilities being produced by it, you think that would be the kind of thing that would pull a country, if not the world, together to address it and minimize the harms produced by it. But instead what we have is people who are doubling down either denying it or worse yet seem to be joining the other side by not protecting themselves not getting vaccinated and then mingling you know sort of like our former president when he goes and interacts with 500 people after getting a positive COVID diagnosis and not wearing a mask and not informing those people is that when Harmon Cain got sick and died? No. I don't know if it was the same thing. Maybe I'm conflating those two things. You are. But it's like if we had a giant forest fire and certain members of the community started putting gas cans out, pouring them around the their houses and other people's houses sabotaging firefighting devices a major storm a hurricane coming and these people took down other people's hurricane protection and they took down their own as well it wasn't like they're just targeting them in the belief that it's not real or it's a conspiracy of some sort a hoax or if there was flooding and these people were so certain that the descriptions of the, the storm coming and the floods expected was all exaggeration. So they started drilling holes in the bottoms of boats and sabotaging flotation devices, their own and others. I would have never predicted this. I don't know how we're supposed to respond to it. With incredulity, perhaps? I recently read in Salon where they interviewed a guy that worked for the Army Research Laboratory Network, and he didn't sound too hopeful, saying that it seems that a pandemic was not enough to pull our country together because we were already so polarized before it even showed up. And rather disturbingly, he said, when nations reach this level of polarization, it's very rare for democratic processes to bring them back together. He didn't say uh, what type of approach was going to be necessary, but it implied that it was not democratic, which strikes me as a little bit ominous. I'm trying to come up with a positive, or at least a hopeful ending for this episode, but... So far, I'm not having a bit of luck. I do have something positive. Donald Trump confessed to obstruction of justice. He said that's why he fired Comey. Now that's good news. I will hurt people, to hurt people and hurt them very badly. Uh, I will say that, Comey certainly didn't do that. He certainly didn't, certainly didn't do that. I fired Comey. Had I not fired Comey, you might not be talking to me right now.
I fired Comey. I fired that whole group. But now that group is coming back again? The future is going to be very interesting. It shouldn't be allowed to happen. Don't forget, I fired Comey. Everybody, I fired Comey. 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 I fired Comey.